Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group, three-time recipient of the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. The Ellen Becker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sense Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Jean Range, Senior Wealth Advisor at Ellen Becker Investment Group. Ellen Becker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building. And we're also in the Village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building across the street from Winkies. We are now able to service clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. Check out our website at ellenbecker.com for more details, as well as you'll learn about some of the events that we're going to be hosting in the near future. And some of those events are uh, educational events on you and your finances, and some are just pure fun and uh, insightful. So go ahead and check out our website at ellenbecker.com. Today we have a great uh, topic, and I hope you enjoy it as much as um, I am going to enjoy it because I've had an opportunity to talk with our, our guest. Um, but I want to set the tone for today's conversation. And as I thought about how am I going to open this up, I, I wanted to reflect on um, retirement. And if you're a regular listener to the show, you know I refer to a successful retirement as having three facets. Health, wealth, and a purpose. And today we're going to focus on health. Now, in the past, I focused on becoming healthier from diet and exercise. But today, I'm going to focus on health in a very different way. I'm going to talk about exercising your humor muscle. So at EIG, or Ellen Becker Investment Group, we try to touch our clients in so many ways other than just financial aspects. To no surprise... Many of my clients seek out our services to help them plan for their longest vacation called retirement. When I sit across the table, if the clients are ready to announce their retirement date to their employees, I often sense some fear. Some clients look at retirement as an adventure again, and I can feel and see their excitement. And then I have other clients that have a look of worry and fear about what's to come. And it affects their health, both mental and physical. I want to help my clients to not sweep those fears and concerns under the table, but to add some humor to each day so they enjoy the little things in life. Think about the last time you laughed so hard you were crying tears of joys, tears of joy, and your belly actually hurt. Who were you with and where were you? Hopefully you didn't have to dig too far back uh, to reflect on that memory. I hope this intro sets the tone of our conversation that we're going to have, and I'm going to introduce our guest, uh, Gail Rust, uh, who's a speaker, an actress, as well as a playwright. The reason I invited her to the show is I feel this is such a timely conversation. You know, we live in such a fast-paced society. We have so much technology and demands of our time and attention. I think we need to relearn how to sprinkle a little humor in into each day and get back to the basics. So I, I, I laugh, uh, Gail, as I think, you know, today we're going to learn that humor is not adding LOL at the end of a text with a cute emoji. We're going to talk about humor. 
And some of us are born with a natural sense of humor and we just need to pull it out a little more often. Maybe today's conversation is going to help you build a sense of humor and joy to help you enjoy life to its fullest. I'll tell you, humor is the best medicine, right? What's Isn't that it phrase? though? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So welcome, Gail. We've had a little opportunity to talk over the phone about uh, today's show, and I'm excited to have you here. Um, you are a speaker. So which type of groups or where do you do your speaking? Mostly I work with seniors. I belong to the Speakers Bureau in Milwaukee, and they contact me through the Speakers Bureau. And I I love it. You know, they're a fun group. I don't get paid, but that's all right. I get experience performing in front of these lovely people. And they all have great stories to tell, too. Well, and it says here you're an actress. And as I go back to some information you provided, you talk about Melody Top. And I can remember when my parents went to Melody Top. And um, it was a great evening of fun and socializing with their friends. In fact, we were just talking about Melody Top in the cafeteria the other day. Wow. Um, so what did you do with Melody Top? Well, I was, a, I believe, a junior in high school, and it was the first year Melody Top was opened. I was there with my girlfriend. We went as apprentices. So we got to set the stage and sometimes be in the show. We hobnobbed it with Earl Wrightson and Lois Hunt. Nobody knows who they are. (laughs) Van Johnson. uh, We also, Gordon and Sheila McRae and Forrest Tucker. Joanne Woodward was there? Not that first year. Okay. But it was fun. It was really fun. And then you went into nursing. I did. Partly because I felt that I needed something more stable, something to hang on to, and I didn't really have good self-esteem. So I gave myself to nursing for about 14 years, and then I moved into Mary Kay because Mary Kay, in, in, in some way, gave me the opportunity to perform and be different and lead. So I bet you have stories and memories from all of those uh, life careers that you infuse or incorporate into some of your humor. Well, I do. And actually, it goes back to my, my beginnings. My family was a little quirky. My dad had a wooden leg. My mother walked an invisible dog on a various cruise ships. And I had three torturous older brothers. So that kind of set the stage for me. And uh, we had a good time when we were growing up. I had a a little alcove at the top of my stairs, and I would charge a penny to come, and I would do a show at the top of the stairs. Uh, Sometimes it was Cinderfella or uh, some weird show with a gooseneck lamp, and it was it was a lot of fun. And I and so I really credit my history or my funny bone to my family and my parents. So when you think about the humor that your family used on a day-to-day event uh, or day-to-day, tell us, is that just a natural thing with your family? (laughs) Or uh, what did your mother and father do for a living? Well, you know, I don't even know. My dad was a, a time study man at Cutler and Hammer. But the unusual thing about them was that that uh, he had a wooden leg. 
So mother, sometimes when she had a disagreement with dad, mom would move dad's leg out of reach. And they, that morning, dad would say, all right, June, you know, and she would make sure that he apologized. So humor with having three older brothers and uh, quirky parents, as you refer to them, gave you the stage. And what's interesting is you took some of those experiences, and as you mentioned, you didn't have self-esteem right away, but you took humor to build the self-esteem as an adult. Yes. So how'd you do that? Hmm. Well, I'm old. I'm 72, so I've had a lot of years to build that up. And hmm, I think probably it was just my doing it, participating in it, making sure I knew what I was doing. And I was a consultant with Mary Kay and then a director, and those years as with Mary Kay helped build my self-esteem, I'm sure. And then in 2010, I resigned as a director, and I became a consultant again. And then Alan Edge, uh, my friend and mentor, I met up with him, and he suggested that I do a one-woman show. And so that was, that was really a, a strong beginning for me. All right. Well, I cannot wait to hear about that show. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to learn about uh, Gail's show. And then we're going to touch on how you can add humor into your own life and your own world. Again, we're talking about health and exercise. And today we're learning how to exercise our humor muscle. With that, let's take a short break. Welcome back to Money Sets. I'm Jean Range, Senior Wealth Advisor at Ellen Becker Investment Group. If you have a moment today, definitely check out our website at ellenbecker.com and you're going to learn more details of some educational events that we're hosting as well as some uh, community events that touch our life um, in many different ways. So uh, give it, give it a, a, a little look there. Um, we are blessed today to have Gail Rust with us, and I am realizing that I myself, as well as my clients, need to add a little humor into their day-to-day life, and um, I wanted to hear from Gail some uh, examples of humor um, that she's used uh, in her day-to-day life, as well as... Um, with her different positions, uh, whether it be at Melody Top or Mary Kay, um, or again, just life. So share with us some humorous events that have occurred in your life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, uh, one of the things is I belong to uh, an exercise group where she pulls out her list of jokes. And we sit down and we lift weights. And one of those is... Uh, Sometimes she'll do an Oli or a Lena joke or blonde jokes. But here's one that I remember. An elderly man is in the Super Saver. It's a huge store. He's looking around kind of puzzled, and he stops an attractive woman and asks her if he can talk with her. 
Why do you want to talk with me, she asks. Well, it seems the minute I find an attractive woman and start talking with her, my wife finds me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And there's another one where uh, a young boy, you know, possibly a little brother or whatever, feels he has this ache in his side, right? So he goes to the Internet. And he's looking on the internet to see what this is. And he decides that he has ovarian cancer. So he's satisfied that he knows what <laughs> what the problem was with that. Um, you know, and those are just unexpected endings. I love reverse because it takes you one way and pulls you into another. And self-deprecation is a, is a big one. Uh, Phyllis Diller. Do you remember Phyllis Diller? I do. Phyllis Diller was a wild, crazy woman who had a husband she named Fang. And she always had some self-deprecating humor. And she would say, I love going to the doctor. He looks at me and tells me to take my clothes off. (laughs) I don't know if that one probably won't fly either, Jean. But, you know, uh, also... (laughs) Also, uh, you know, she'll she'll say, uh, I got compliments on my alligator shoes the other day, except I wasn't wearing any shoes. You know, <laughs> she'd say it so, so funny. That's the humor that we're missing today. Yeah, just silly stuff. And Carol Burnett, she does physical humor beautifully. And have you ever watched her anniversary show on TV? I have. Oh, it's so funny. And she makes light of things in a simple way. She doesn't bully anybody or put anyone down. It's just outright makes you laugh. And I love that about her kind of humor. And Lucille Ball was another one. She was just the epitome of physical humor. So our listeners today, think of your social circle. In fact... Um, you know, if we reflect on women living longer than men, they're tying that into the fact that women have girlfriends mm-hmm. and everybody needs an Edith as a girlfriend, right? Oh, that's true. That's everybody true. needs an Edith. And Lucille Ball and Edith, they were best friends through thick and thin and they thick had and- fun. Uh, who cannot remember the episode of them making wine? Or at the, the chocolate factory. Chocolate factory. I watch that every once in a while, and it just cracks me up. I have a friend, as a matter of fact, who gets up early in the morning and turns on I Love Lucy and watches until she just can't laugh anymore. She's just hysterical. So you've kind of refined your talent and your skill by belonging to the Toastmaster Specialty Club. Mm-hmm. Share with our listeners a little bit about that club and um, what they do. Well, we write, perform, and evaluate humor. And that includes anything from, uh, well, I like to have a notebook, and I'll take down funny things that have happened to me. Uh, Maybe it's a person in the muffin store, or it's someone who who just... uh, left me a funny message. I mean, any number of things we can make into humor. So it's just a bunch of people who get together who want to refine their funny bone. That's right. And we have clappers, so you don't have to clap. We have clappers. And uh, 
because it's a specialty club, it's a little different. Most Toastmaster clubs do table topics. We do improv, where you have to stand and deliver, like, any number of things that can happen in an improv session. And... Those are those are the some of the things that we do. We have a monologist and we have someone to do open mic. It's very different and you'll always walk away laughing. So the group that meets, um, do they talk about their day-to-day life or are they creating stories that have never really occurred? Well, humor is based in truth. So they usually are creating a truth when they're talking about laughter so as you meet do you ever do you ever discuss how humor has changed over the generations well in our club sure sure it has there's more blue humor uh when you say blue humor what do you mean by that humor that's that's off color okay that is would just disrupt you if you were to hear it it makes you feel uncomfortable we don't do any of that okay or religious humor we don't do that or uh, humor that really pulls in a, a, a genre that none of us are comfortable with so it's just a great overall group of good clean fun absolutely Absolutely. No political jokes. No political jokes. And and you, you would think we would run out of material, but we don't. <laughs> we don't. That is fabulous. I think we're going to take a little break here. When we come back, we're going to learn about the different kinds of humor. Mm-hmm. And hopefully um, we can incorporate that into our day-to-day life. So with that, let's take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Jean Range, Senior Wealth Advisor at Ellen Becker Investment Group. We are just having a blast talking with Gail Rust about adding humor into our day-to-day life. And, you know, as I prepared for this segment, I discovered that lightening up stress uh, with a little humor is such a positive thing to your day-to-day life, and it actually can improve your self-esteem. Um, you can actually benefit physically from smiling and from laughter. And believe it or not, humor can sometimes help you solve a problem just by being playful and creative when looking at uh, a situation. The best part about humor, it improves your likability. And I like that word, likability. And um, my coworkers know I can have a quirky sense of humor And I have something called the witching hour here, where if I am uh, tired or extremely excitable, I will laugh for no reason at all. And it's always at very inappropriate times. In fact, a colleague and I went to another coworker's father's funeral. And as we stood in line to... um, be uh, in, with our coworker and convey our sympathy and our condolences, we sat and we looked at her siblings that were standing alongside her father at this church service. And all we could think about were the stories that she had shared about um, funny family happenings. And there the two of us stood giggling like idiots in this line as we oh, were I ready to feeling. go up. 
and we we couldn't laugh, so I held it in. So now I'm physically shaking in line, and so is my coworker, because we know humor and laughter is contagious. In fact, there is a great YouTube video out there where a gentleman gets on a subway, and he opens up a book, and he's pretending he's reading it, but he's laughing uncontrollably. Well, they start to show all the other riders, and soon they're smiling and they're laughing. They have no idea. It it's contagious, isn't it? It is contagious. And so, you know, share with us some funny stories that you have experienced. Well, you know, I always love to tell a story. I I do like to explore stories. I've traveled and my travels seem to just accumulate stories as I go. Uh <clears throat> I traveled to Paris in 2010, and our story begins with my girlfriend and I. We were looking for a place to eat, and so we stopped into a restaurant, and who was there but Michel? You know, he's uh, so handsome, and he says, come on in, mademoiselle, have a seat. What can I do for you? And I said, well, I would really like to try a Parisian meal. You know, something the Parisians really like. My girlfriend, she ordered ham and cheese. I thought that was so boring. And he says, oh, you want the mashed potatoes and sausage? It's so good. You love it. It's my favorite. So I thought, all right, what have I got to lose? Well, this comes, and it's just a plate of whiteness. Just white, lumpy mashed potatoes and white sausage and grizzle inside the sausage. It was, it was, I couldn't eat it. So I said, Michelle, I I can't eat this. This is just terrible. What? What do you mean you can't eat it? It's so good. I said, I I just, it's it's not going to go down. (laughs) And he was so offended. He said, I'll get you something else. And I said, no, 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 that's okay. I'll. I'll have her ham and cheese, have her ham and cheese. And and then uh, I said, he said, well, let me get you a piece of pie. I said, okay, all right, pie will be fine. And that was that, and we, we left that restaurant. But that was a, just a, a fun experience and memory of Paris. And uh, where else did I go? Well, you know, funny how humor is one of the biggest memories that a human can have. And so my travels to Europe, I'm Russian, German, Polish, Czech. Oh, goodness. And we keep contact with our relatives in Russia and Poland. And we traveled there one summer. And my humorous story is, which we still talk about to this day, and I can visualize it like it was yesterday because there was so much humor in it. Well, I love horses, and I insisted that my father and my brother and I take the horse and carriage into city while my grandmother and my mother took the cab. So we loaded up in the horse and carriage, and lo and behold, the horse is um, prancing around erratically, and the horse became uh, unconnected or disconnected from the carriage. And soon my father was standing at the edge of the carriage ready to jump off. And my brother and I are there. Well, finally the carriage comes to a stop. 
And this gentleman in Polish tries to tell my father how to make a horse noise while he's hanging onto the horse. As my mother and my grandmother are in their cab (laughs) waving, and now we are totally full of mud and water. They had no idea what we just experienced. And I will still never forget my father standing there holding a horse, trying to make horse noises, and walks (laughs) up to a woman pushing a carriage in Poland and says, do you want a horse as he's handing her the reins? And my brother and I are standing there laughing. We will never forget that. And my father can relive that story with so much lightness in his face because as much as it was stressful at the time, looking back, it was one of his favorite memories. Isn't that interesting? So humor lightened up that uh, story. What could have been a very disastrous situation. Yeah, yeah. So share with us some other funny stories. Well, my parents uh, always had funny stories. They used to do parlor games and go to evenings out with friends. Now, and parlor games. There's a phrase that this generation to... does not use. What's a parlor game? Uh, it's like oh, a game you play in the parlor. I don't know. Uh, it's a game that you play anywhere in the living room, let's say. All right. Charades or something yes. like okay. that. Now I'm and, on you. And they decided that they were going to do something fun. My mother got an ice pick and she Found a little mouse hole in my dad's wooden leg. Now nobody there knew that he had a wooden leg. So they feigned an argument, and then she comes along with the ice pick and jams it into his leg. And, of course, my dad doesn't react at all, and everybody is up in arms. And, oh, my gosh, they're just so livid. They they don't know what to do. And and then my parents had to let them know that it was a joke and, and that they, you know, my dad had a wooden leg, and that was the way it was going to be. But so this sense of humor was passed down from your mother. I but think so. But your father had it as well. He did. He did. He he was uh, kind of the muse to her. He was definitely a partner to my mother. Uh, he, I used to ask him about his wooden leg, and it was fascinating to me. I couldn't understand how he could keep his socks up, and then he pulled out some thumbtacks and thumbtacked it right onto his wooden leg. So I thought that was kind of funny. But he was just a, he used to tell a joke, but none of us kids knew it. He said we were never old enough. (laughs) So share with me, when you were a nurse, did you add humor into that day-to-day life to help you cope with the stresses and the families and the patients cope with the stresses of the job? Well, nursing back when I was a nurse was tough. I worked mostly, my memories, my last five years were in senior care, geriatric nursing. And those people, they were always fun. You know, I I love geriatric nursing. But as far as bringing laughter into the situation, mm, I don't think so. I don't really, I don't really remember it. I don't. Well, good to know. See, I was trying to incorporate humor into that career because I would think you'd have to be funny sometimes because I know when my father was a patient in his last years of life, we always knew he was feeling better when he was teasing the nurses and the staff. So that was always a clear sign to us because my father was funny. Um, 
And oh, that's I was, great. Was blessed to have a funny father. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about the health benefits of humor, and we're going to list a couple different ways that um, you can put laughter into your day. Yeah, that you can put laughter into your day. Now, if you have any interest um, of joining Gail Rust, again, they have this great group. Um, It's the Toastmasters, and they meet in Brookfield. And uh, what is it, the first and third Thursday? Yes. Of each month. So, And you can contact us through Meetup. All right. So with that, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back to Ellen Becker Investment Group. I am Jean Range, Senior Wealth Advisor at Ellen Becker Investment Group. Ellen Becker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building. And we're also in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building, right across the street from my favorite store, Winkies. And we're now able to service clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. Check out our website. I know I mention that at every break. It's always changing and we're always updating it. Um, You might find an interesting topic or group that you'd like to join in on. So um, definitely seek out that site. Today we're talking about humor, and I wanted to address this topic, uh, and I gave light to this during the first segment. My clients, when they're facing retirement, either look at retirement as the best adventure that is uh, out in front of them, or they're very fearful of the change and um, what that world looks like. And I want to talk. I wanted to talk a little bit about humor. Because we know humor has so many physical benefits. And, and again, remember, retirement has, uh, I should say, a successful retirement has three facets. You need health, you need wealth, and you need a purpose. And today we're talking about health, uh, very different than diet and exercise. We're talking about mental health and um, adding humor to the, to the day. But humor also gives us some physical health benefits in fact, when um, we look up or address some of the, the physical benefits, five to ten minutes of um, humor and laughter actually finds uh, that you have a higher killer cell activity in your body. So your body's doing the right thing. It's fighting off all the bad things that are going on. Um, it can um, reverse... Um, some of the damaging effects of stress hormones. So again, as we're thinking about creating a healthy body and mind, we can look at humor as providing um, some of the foundation to do just that. Now, when um, Gail and I sat down and thought about this show, we wanted to talk about what can you do and what can you bring to your day-to-day life to add some humor so I know you've got a list of about seven things. Right, um, right. So Gail, share with our listeners, what are some of the things they can bring into their daily life to add some humor? Well, first of all, when you hear laughter, a group of people get together and you laugh and you're on the outskirts, go in and say, what are you laughing about? And they're more than willing to share. And then everybody laughs all over again. So that's the first thing. And the second thing you can do is bring humor into conversations. Ask people, what's the funniest thing that happened to them today? Or in their life, or, or 
years or wherever. That's another source of laughter. I have one man that I ran into just last week. He told me he gets a newsletter, and in the newsletter, there's at least two jokes in every newsletter, and he looks at that in the morning, and he reads them off, and he laughs. And I made him promise. I said, that's great. I said, but now share it with someone else. Share it with the group of people here so they can laugh as well. So find a way to make yourself laugh is the third way. Find a friend who wants to laugh with you. Or even start a laughter yoga class. That's really crazy. Wait, it's there's yoga with yoga. laughter? Laughter yoga class, exactly. And it's really just a matter of, you know, you don't have to take a position or anything. But you stand and you do laughter. And you breathe, you breathe, and you clap and use acupressure. That all comes with my laughter presentation that I do. So what's interesting is we talk about laughing with friends. And even when you watch different shows that have humor, like funniest America's Funniest Videos. Absolutely. Funny, funny show. I enjoyed watching that with my daughter when she was younger. And even as an adult, if I'm looking for just brainless activity... I love watching it because it's funny. And um, oftentimes the humor is when somebody falls or a ball hits exactly. them. And it's it's interesting that we find that funny. <laughs> and so what? You know, it doesn't matter how we laugh. It doesn't have to be over anything. You can even simulate laughter. You know, just get together and in yoga uh, uh, laughter, we started our feet with ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> and just get just get crazy and it and it's it it doesn't matter you don't have to know what you're laughing about just laugh well and even when you look at the um different shows sometimes it's the facial expressions exactly not really oh what gosh. they're saying or what they're doing it's facial expressions and you see that you know, with babies, um, you hold a little baby, they make a funny noise or a facial expression, and it does provide humor. You know, and if you're cautious about this whole thing, start with a smile. You know, you can create a room full of smiles by just smiling at someone else back again. And then the smile comes to something else, maybe a laughter or a joke or a story, any any kind of positive reinforcement for laughter is is worth it the other thing that you can do is create a humor board a bulletin board with cartoons and jokes that make you chuckle think about it you could stand in front of that in the morning and just laugh laugh at that bulletin board because it makes you because there's something on there that just makes you want to chuckle and laugh well, what's interesting is you can do that even in your professional world. I know I do corporate seminars, and oftentimes I like to add humor into my presentations just to keep the audience engaged. Most people in in our world of Toastmasters, you need to include humor even in your serious serious speeches because people get relief when they can laugh and then they'll come back to the serious story with you then they get relief through the laughter so that's good that's very good gene the other thing is you want to surround yourself with reminders to lighten up 
Kinza is a friend of mine, and she keeps a red nose in her car. And she'll put that on, and she'll look over at somebody and wink and wave, you know, and that cracks them up. She had a great story that I love. Uh, It's a joke. Dear God, this year I'm asking for a fat bank account and a thin body. Please don't mess them up like you did last year. (laughs) That's one of her jokes. I love it. She's a great, uh, great comedian. Well, it's funny because every time I go in for my annual physical with my doctor, I always say, based on the BMI charts, it's clear I was supposed to be a taller person. (laughs) And um, he chuckles at that, too. Uh, So I get it. And there's that humor uh, with the self-deprecation. Yes. Sometimes, you know, we get so enthralled in in the news today and all the seriousness of what's going on in our nation. So I give people a, a way out. I say, don't, don't you know that you're in laughter therapy and you're not allowed to talk to anybody right now? That's not funny. And seniors, they know just how to do that because they, they run against a, a sad Sally or a negative Nellie or whatever, and they can just say, I'm in laughter therapy. I can't deal with that. So, and and you talked a lot about the stress that we experience. There are ways that people handle stress. Prayer, puzzles, knitting, something with the grandkids, or, or they read the funny pages. Um, any number of things can help you deal with that stress. Well, and, you know, it's funny when I think of humor. Karen Allenbecker, the founder of our firm, is very open that she used to tell her daughter, when I pass away, I want the phrase on my tombstone to read, fasting at last. (laughs) And um, what's funny is, at the end of the day, she wants to be cremated. So we (laughs) always say, make sure you know if that humor is fact or fiction. That's right. Um, And some of the health benefits you, you mentioned already. Uh, it's really important that we find time out of the day to laugh. It can improve your health. It keeps us healthy. And uh, it's very strong medicine. It's very strong. It draws people together in ways that trigger healthy physical and emotional changes in the body and reverse the damaging effects of stress hormones. So when you look at women versus men and you look at your Toastmasters uh, club, I'm just going to ask, who do you think is funnier, women or men? Well, we're all there to be funny. But I think think when I think of the group, I'm looking out at them now and trying to decide who's funny. It's really even. I think it's really even because there's some of us that just are so hilarious and others – that are just, you know, kind of the quiet variety. But it's equal, I think, between men and women at our club. So in your club, we talked about the age range. And what was that age range again? Well, I'm 72, so. You do not look 72. Well, thank you. Humor is treating you quite well. There you go. There you go. It's treating me well, but I also want it to be inspiration for those people who are looking to start a career or do something fun. And... It's really, uh, their age group in our group is probably 60-ish, but then there's young people, too, who find it fun. 
Because we're so strange. <laughs> as, an, as an outlet. Yeah. <clears throat> so everybody um, in your group, did they all come from different walks of life? Definitely. Definitely. So professional to labor to house uh, somebody who doesn't work outside the home. Absolutely. We've a master gardener. We've got a training executive, uh, any number of people who can just enjoy being there, enjoy being there. Well, I know just listening to today's show, I need to work on my funny bone. There you go. And um, I do love just starting with a smile because whether you're greeting somebody in a meeting, in a professional environment, or at the grocery store, it's that smile. Smile. In fact, I have been uh, at this uh, carryout place and I always remark to my daughter how pleasant and happy the employees are there. And this is just a fast food chain. And I, I always but enjoy. it makes a big difference to the person who is the customer to see someone smile. Or how's your day? Have you heard anything funny today you can share with me? Any number of things. So it's great. Well, we are blessed to have you on the show. Um, I can tell you enjoy life to its fullest. And I do. What a blessing you're able to work with um, seniors in trying to incorporate humor and lightness to their day. And I want to thank you for your time. Oh, my pleasure. Um, again, uh, we have been talking with Gail Rust, and she is part of the Speaker Bureau of Milwaukee. So if you're interested in having her join your group or do a presentation, definitely seek out that website. Um, and uh, let's enjoy the day. I'm going to close today's show by saying, as always, we hope that we've made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. Remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always listen. Be well and enjoy the day. 